welcome to Grace Notes. We trust that you're enjoying our series entitled, My Heart, Christ's Home, from the book written in 1936 by Robert Boyd Munger. So far, we've taken our Savior into the study and the dining room of our heart house. We've identified the material we watch and read in the study and revealed what our appetites and desires truly are in the dining room. In the dining room, Jesus would not partake of the fare set before him because it was self-centered and not God-focused. Perhaps this is true of us. Be sure to be introspective as we visit these rooms. On this program, we're moving into the workroom where we will review how we are using our talents and skills. Yes, I admit I had to do some serious reflecting on my appetites and desires in the dining room. I believe right motives play a big part in what we desire to achieve. We need to put God first and seek to do things that produce kingdom results in all we put our hand to. And really, why wouldn't we want to be part of what God's going to do? God's going to do what He's going to do. He's always up to something new. And you never know just who He's going to use. So when He calls your name, my friend, find your place and jump right in. If you want to be in on what God's going to do. If you want to be in on my 
Can't wait to move on to the next room and see how God is going to refine us there. Mr. Boyd writes, Before long, he asked, Do you have a workroom in your house? Out in the garage of the home of my heart, I had a workbench and some equipment, but I was not doing much with it. Once in a while, I would play around at making a few little gadgets, but I wasn't producing anything substantial. I took him out there. He looked over the workbench and the few talents and skills I had. He said, This is fairly well furnished. What are you producing with your life for the kingdom of God? He looked at one or two of the little toys that I had thrown together on the bench, and he held one up to me. Is this the sort of thing you are doing for others in your Christian life? I felt terrible. Lord, that's the best I can do. I know it isn't much. I'm ashamed to say that with my awkwardness and limited ability, I don't think I'll ever do much more. Would you like to do better, he asked. You know I would, I replied. Well, first remember what I taught you. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Come, relax in me and let my spirit work through you. I know you are unskilled, clumsy, and awkward, but the spirit is the master worker. If he controls your heart and your hands, he will work through you. Now turn around. Then putting his great strong arms around me and his hands under mine, he picked up the tools and began to work through me. Relax, you are still too tense. Let go, let me do the work. Oh, it amazes me what his skilled hands can do through mine if I only trust him and let him have his way. I am very far from satisfied with the product that is being turned out. I still get in his way at times. There's much more that I need to learn. But I do know that whatever has been produced for God has been through him and through the power of his Spirit in me. Don't be discouraged because you cannot do much for God. It's not our ability, but our availability that's important. Give what you are to Christ. Be sensitive and responsive to what He wants to do. Trust Him. He will surprise you with what He can do through you. So ends the reading for this room. The question really is, what is important to us? If the desires and appetites we uncovered in the dining room are truly secular, then we're not putting Jesus first, and therefore not making time for Him. We shouldn't fill our schedule up so much that there's no time to say yes to an opportunity to serve. Our job as a believer is to glorify God. Pray for God to use you and to look for opportunities to serve, even in areas that are unfamiliar to you. Romans twelve six through 8 states, We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is in giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Second Corinthians 9, 8 says, God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Be willing for your schedule to be interrupted with divine appointments. 
I remember hearing a radio program that talked about a couple who felt they wanted to become missionaries, but they were so far in debt they couldn't make it happen. We need to watch that we don't get overcome by our possessions so that we can't say yes to God's call. Are you up for a challenge? People often ask how I got started writing poetry. Well, the answer is someone challenged me too. Here's how the story goes. The Christian ensemble I sang with toured every summer. On one of the extended tours, the director said he wanted to create a daily gazette to help us remember the experience. He asked someone to write an article on the events of the day and another person to prepare a devotional. Then he pointed to me and said, Write a poem. (laughs) The many hours spent on the bus gave me time to commune with the Lord. This truly prepared me to minister I saw God's incredible faithfulness in so many ways, allowing me to sing when there seemed to be nothing left and waking me refreshed with only a few hours sleep. Because of this, God's faithfulness was the first of the poems I wrote on that trip. The group members seemed to enjoy them, so I continued. Had I not taken that challenge, which I believe was God-ordained, I never would have found such an incredible avenue in which to express my love for and to God. This unearthed skill allowed me to write My Journey to Joy, a book of over 60 scripture-based poems, plus devotional thoughts, which God has used to encourage many people. Is there something God has challenged you to do that you haven't tried? Don't miss out on the blessing you'll receive, and don't keep others from receiving one from you. Use your talents to bring the light of Jesus to the world. In the parking lot of the coffee shop just the other day, she smiled and she said, well, I'm doing okay, but I felt her pain. I took her hand in Said it's gonna work out fine But as she turned I wondered Did I just hand her a line? What she needed most was a word of hope And a prayer or two A little more time and a timely word Could have pulled her through So I think of her anybody hurting and sitting right next to you shine the light share your faith show the world that Jesus is the answer Jesus is the way together we can make a difference Somebody
let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Thanks for listening to Grace Notes. If you've been blessed by this ministry, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047. Or you can email us at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise. Praise.